0: Guru Nation, thank you so much for checking out another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. It really means a lot to me. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to thank my sponsors. The first one is Inato. That's I-N-A-T-O, and you can find them at Inato.com. Inato is business development for free for sites, whether you are a brand new site, whether you're an experienced site, you go on there, you create your site profile, they will match you with appropriate studies. They will jump on Zoom calls with you to prepare you for potential site selection visits from sponsors. They will tell you if your capabilities are up to par with what the sponsor is looking for, if your demographics are up to par as far as your patient population and your site capabilities. You build out your profile for free. They go to work trying to match you with appropriate studies. They talk to you about it. If you're a fit, they hand you off to the sponsor. There is no catch. There is no budget that they take on the back end. It's just a service where they match sites to sponsors for free. I'm a paid client of my own service, DSCS, where we do a bunch of handholding for sites, where we help them do their budgets, try to get them studies, help them with their feasibilities, create SOPs, create source, all that stuff for a low monthly fee, 1500 bucks. I use Annato as well because it's free. And why not complement the other things I'm doing for my business development, for my marketing, for my operations, with a free site profile on Enato. These guys know what they're doing. They're running tech. They're experts in research and in tech. And they're merging the two things together. Enato.com. Thank you very much. My second sponsor, versatrol I was a huge skeptic of versatrol And now I use versatrol on a daily basis, multiple times a day. For any of you guys that do studies, you know that most studies have between 8 to 12 different vendors for various aspects of running the trial from the IRB to the IRT to the EDC to the recruitment companies to all kinds of various things even within those portals that are sometimes hard to find and you got to navigate to electronic patient-reported outcomes, the trainings for the patient diaries, the backups, there's so many things. Versatrial lets you store all these things in your site workspace for free for as many studies as you want. And then they have a backend tool that helps you also do feasibility surveys for your site. So it cuts down the time on your feasibility surveys tremendously. I absolutely recommend all sites use Versatrial. Versatrial Versatrial.io. Finally, Creo, clinicalresearch.io. Talk about a company that I was extremely skeptical of when I first heard of Ray's idea in 2017. Now I can't live life without Creo. I've been using Creo as a power user for two years. I've been playing with it on and off for the previous five years. Creo has an e-source. It has an e-reg. It has a CTMS. It has patient recruitment. It has e-consent. It has financial forecasting. It has a marketplace where you can buy source templates. They have so many things. They roll out new things all the time. They have an incredible support team. They have a help desk that actually is responsive immediately on chat with a question mark right by your workspace. It's amazing. It is all my coordinators know at Yuma Clinical Trials. We started with Electronic Source and never looked back. It has made our lives so much more easier. And Creo has such a cool back end where they're now collaborating with other tech companies in the industry and sponsors. And you just want to be on the right side of history when it comes to our industry and where technology is moving. And site-centric solutions like Creo, like Inato, like Versatrial, They're here to stay, guys. Go check it out in the show notes. And now, enjoy the show. Realize it till yesterday. Yesterday, I uploaded episode number six hundred ninety-nine. We interviewed Dr. Fox, an ophthalmologist who's still practicing, Mm -hmm. and he runs a niche CRO for ophthalmology, and he's the CEO of a two hundred person. cro and he's still on fridays i think sees patients in his office in his private practice
1: wow ophthalmology Crazy. is huge have you seen what ophthalmology is doing in research have you done any trials
0: they are i wish uh, i got really close and my my pi retired uh, oh, before we no. can get a study going um he was 90 something like it was gonna happen but yes they're on the cutting edge like that was the Maybe it's a good segue for this episode. Mm-hmm. That was episode six hundred ninety nine, guys. We are live. This is when it makes the podcast, which it will. Episode seven hundred. I didn't even realize it till yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's it's um it's I can't even remember when I started the podcast because the YouTube just happened twenty ten, and then podcast must have been around twenty sixteen when I got serious about like having an official podcast. So. We're on seven hundred now guys and
1: look at that. I get to be part of history. Like one Dr. of the bookmarks. Man. <laughs> yes.
0: Speaking of podcasts, your podcast I'm really impressed with, man. Like Thanks. you put a lot of work into it. The skits, the way you interview one stakeholder and then another basically the same questions and then mm-hmm. let the viewer or let the listener make their own conclusions. But you also help point it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's yep. cool, man. Yeah. Like I'm a little bit behind. Uh, you've probably released like two or three episodes that I'm behind on, but yeah. In the office, man, I try to brainwash my staff and more common. I've today got will be more.
1: Well, so, in the next two weeks, I'll be putting out the may version. I'm only doing one a month now. Cause what's happening is you, mm. you get these podcasts. They're really, really popular. You're doing well. And then other things happen. Like you have, like for me, I have to start mowing the lawn. That takes a lot of my time. But my <laughs> daughter's helping. Uh, but may is national mental health month. And for May, uh, I didn't know that we're putting out a podcast on burnout for mental health. Yeah. And I have, uh, one person who's going to interview who is on the sponsor side. And then I have one person who's a PI on burnout. burnout. So we've got the full skit, just any kind of a teaser for anyone interested. Rob Goldman is one of my community voice members. Wow. Robert Goldman. Robert Goldman. I'm trying to
0: get him on a panel soon. Um, That guy is invaluable to our industry Mm -hmm. from the sponsor side. Wow.
1: I, I am so very blunt He's on my board of advisors for CRP. I know, I know. And he has been just absolutely amazing. He's totally supportive. Uh, I, I posted something today about how I'm very thankful for the network who's supported me to the point where I can kind of follow my dreams. And Robert's in that group, man. He is He's a big part of what CRP is doing right now. And I really appreciate his support. Doing big
0: things, man. Um, yep. And we, we're going to get Brad on. In a little bit, he's on a site selection call. Uh, (laughs) I think it might be the same study, Brad. Um, We can't talk about it on air, but I think I know which one you're talking about. And
1: Mm -hmm.
0: actually, let's get into real quick. Like this is going to be the ultimate tech stack for sites episode. So site centric. Okay, we don't really care what CROs like and what sponsors like for themselves. Like that's fine we're site owners. We're going to talk about what sites like. And from my experiences, like I used to be really like anti-tech until really it was like right after COVID. And mm-hmm. I don't know why it's, I, I feel like the, the tools got better after COVID. Like I think COVID uh, spurred on this movement of like, Hey, let's really make like site centric tools. Cause mm-hmm. prior to COVID, there were tech, but it was all like CRO focused, and what can help the CROs manage sites better? And I don't know, they felt like a little stifling tech, you know. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. I remember the first eSource we were supposed to use, I can't name, I can't remember the vendor even if I wanted to. It was a sponsor, and CRO forced us to use it. This was 2016. Wow. We hated it. We almost like didn't want to do the study, and you know they would record your every movement and. Um it was for a schizophrenia study, so they would record like the rating scales and every second was time stamped, so you didn't have any room for like even going to the bathroom, like to avoid like a protocol deviation. You're like Wow. No, no, I have to do this, like the pans right now. I have to do the positive and negative symptoms. Like let's get the patient in here. Patient's in the middle of eating a sandwich. Hey, sorry, man, like let's do this while you're eating, like let's go. <laughs> Terrible. Now they're A yeah.
1: little extreme. A little extreme on that level. We've had the same thing. Hey, if you want to do this trial, you have to do this tech. It's an e-pro. It's a diary. It's some electronic. It's some wearable. You have to do this. And then sites yeah. be like, yeah, but do we though? <laughs> I mean, well, if you read the contract, I mean, I, I get it. You know, this is a preferred whatever. But do you, you really, can you legally tell us that we have to do something to do Our work as subcontractors and it's like no you collect data right you perform services and and then the salute it's okay well we're just not we're just not going to select you then we'll just you know we'll talk to the sites that that do what we ask them to do it's like oh okay well doesn't mean our quality standards so see you next time i'll go on to the next sponsor
0: yeah i mean it's i can see both sides because I dabble a bit in the um, CRO worlds, like just extremely small, like uh, market share. We we do IITs, investigator-initiated trials Mm -hmm. for appropriate projects, mainly to give our CRA Academy students like a good internship, Yep. Um, which you're part of CRC Academy internship right now.
1: I am. I am. Monica's
0: giving you some crazy homework.
1: Oh my gosh. So I, I thought, okay, CRC Academy. I've made source before. Right, I've created source, I've QA'd source. <laughs> and then Monica's like, okay, your, your homework is to make this source. Here's the protocol. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Monica. I mean, like, <laughs> here I'm thinking like, okay, you know, I could I could do this. And then I read the protocol. I'm like, it shows a heck of a protocol, Monica. <laughs> um, I mean, Man. I can get it done, but for anyone who's never done it, I mean – uh, she's probably going to get some very frantic people in a week emailing him, emailing her saying, what, what do I do? How do I do this? Questions. It's yeah.
0: Like, yeah. It's, it's Does she crazy. have you broken up in teams?
1: Uh, no, I think it's just a, a main cohort. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Cohort. I
0: see. I see. Um. Yeah. She goes intense on the, on the CRC Academy. And then in the CRA internship, we do, we try to get like these IITs where, the students that will do like like monitoring on a real study. But mm-hmm. I was going to say like in my role as a CRO, because I'm so passionate about some of these these tech companies that we're going to discuss today, mm-hmm. uh, I found myself pushing it on sites too. Like yeah. as a CRO, like I, I tell the sponsor, Hey, I already know what's going to make the trial more efficient. And so we're just going to convince the sites to use this. Yeah. Luckily it's like, few sites at a time some it's one to three sites usually is what we've Mm -hmm. dealt with so it's a relatively easy ish sell Mm -hmm. but I caught myself doing what I'm criticizing sponsors and CROs of doing too which is pushing their version of what works for them on them and yep I can see it I mean I get it guys this is not anti-CRO and sponsor rant
1: no I get it in their defense, what the reason why they're probably doing that is they see it working elsewhere, right? And they're like, right. "Hey, you know, this worked for this site. This works for our entire study. We need to do it here too." And the sites they may not have that visibility, so they're like, "That doesn't work at our site." That's yeah, and, and
0: this is why it's important to keep it in mind because it's funny how I criticize sponsors of doing that, and then the next day I'm like, "Hey, you guys got to <laughs> use Creo. Like, what's going on?" Why are you not using Creo? And by the way, that's one of our... Maybe we start with that. Creo is the first tech stack, I think. Like, th- There's a few eSource, eReg vendors. Um, Creo is not free. The other two that I'm going to mention are free. Creo is also a sponsor. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a sponsor because I like it. And that's why I'm happy promoting it. I've been using it since 2016. But with Yuma Clinical Trials since 2021. So almost two years now. Um I can't imagine life without it. Like and my coordinators don't know life without it at UMA Clinical Trails. All they know is eSource, eReg. They don't know paper source. They know a few paper scales, like for Derm, some scales they the PI still circles on a paper, and we upload to Creo or in Psych. There's still some paper scales, but like checking vitals, writing a progress note. They don't know back mm-hmm. in the day, you used to write those things back down. <laughs> yep. Back in my day, we walked to school in the snow.
1: <laughs> yep. So I I have an interesting perspective on the CTMS side because I talked to so many sites. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's just this massive circulation of sites who they'll go Creo and then they'll go to RTC TMS and then they'll go back to Creo or they'll go back to RTC TMS. And there's this giant fluidity between them.
0: But what, so what's RT real time? Real time. Yeah. Why do they, because Creo has the CTMS built in. So why do they not do that?
1: Well, no. So, you know, Creo is its own regulatory e source suite. Yeah. yeah CTMS. Everything. So is real time. So, real time I does see, the same thing. They've got the financial, they, they both have their products and they both have their pluses and minuses. I'm still, I'm not sure which one, because, the thing is, the the I call them pros and cons for each. Uh, they're becoming very similar across all the sites. Like one site is like, you know, I don't like this part of Creo, so I want to go to real time. And they'll go to real time. And they're like, oh, I really like these parts of real time, but I miss parts of Creo. So then the sites have to make the decision on what's most important to them. And then I they see. end up settling on one or the other.
0: I see. And in, in fairness to real time, I've never played with it. I know sites that use it. Mm -hmm. I mean, for all I know, if I were using them since 2016, they might be sponsoring this podcast in another (laughs) universe, but they're not. Like, that's how it worked out. I just got really used to it Um, on the Creo side. I feel like it is super site-friendly and Mm -hmm. gives the site a lot of freedom while keeping within the framework of Alcoac and GCP best Mm -hmm. practices. Uh, They do their part, too, to where, If you put something and you e-sign it in the EISF or in the e-source somewhere, you can't just delete things. There's an audit Mm -hmm. trail. But there are processes you can go through that, you know, if you put something in the wrong folder, for example, which happens to me a lot early on, there's forms that you can request them to move it, But it's all, like, up to par. It's all regulated and it's -hmm. it'll pass the audit
1: compliant fully Mm -hmm. compliant Uh, i mean big uh, this is this is an interesting episode because some of these people are sponsoring save our sites Mm -hmm. and it's interesting how the directions that each of their organizations are going the strengths and weaknesses it's really hard (laughs) and this is a sponsor oh
0: Angel, I think I he's, a, even... he's a CRO, but he, yeah, he says, I have one site that uses Creo. I love it. I wish others use it too. But mm-hmm. what were you saying? Yeah. That?
1: I was just saying that I know that Creo is really good at site administrative permissions. Like I'm sure if Angel, if he's a CRA, he's really digging it because you have monitor privileges for X amount of time. You can do yes. this. You can do that. It's awesome. I, I believe real time has something that's very similar. It's interesting because you, you have Creo and you use Creo. I know Brad, I think he's real time.
0: Yeah, Brad, so, when when Brad comes on, I believe he's real time also. Uh-huh. I wonder if Brad's one. Of, he has enough studies to where he can like beta test. Yeah, um,
1: probably could.
0: And but that that maybe would be expensive. Well, maybe not actually, because you only pay with Creo, you pay for like the studies you actually use. So mm-hmm. you can have a study where you don't use Creo um i'd be curious to see brad brad's like a high volume studies i'm only like at 10 maybe i'll be at 12 in Mm -hmm. three months but still like on the small getting into the medium-sized site space uh, soon
1: so the one Uh, thing i did ask both ctms platforms and i didn't quite enjoy the answer was i was like how in the world is there any way you could possibly integrate into quickbooks right can we do a quick yeah book? yeah and and neither of the software platforms are like yeah we don't really do quickbooks but we offer all this stuff inside of our ctms software mm-hmm. i'm like okay but you're not an accountability platform you don't have all these reports you, you it's not like you can say here accountant log into my creo and do my books for the taxes there's right. a reason right yeah. so i mean quickbooks Had, I mean, of course, you don't expect a CTMS software to be QuickBooks, that's just not it. But it would be nice because I guess that's the question is the answers that I got from everyone was not many sites use QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks, I use QuickBooks, most of my sites (laughs) use QuickBooks,
0: two for two, right there.
1: (laughs) If you're a small business, you're going to use QuickBooks, that's like the accounting standard because you have to speak the language of business to your accountants for taxes.
0: Um I think the real issue is so. QuickBooks is on a different level. I mean yeah. way different level. Oh yeah. They're yeah. probably gonna do a pay-to-play, like hey, hey you Brad. want access to your bread Brad Hightower, it man. How's Brad, it going? Hightower. Brad, your post <sighs> by the way, welcome to episode seven hundred. Seven hundred. I made nice. it to seven hundred. Nice. I didn't know till yesterday. I yeah. uploaded six ninety-nine, but seven hundred man. But your post inspired this a few cool. weeks ago. I don't even know if you remember. You said, what's the ultimate tech stack for sites? Mm. And I I was thinking, I don't know if I commented, but I was thinking even until this morning. And, you know, now that we've got the three, I got three sponsors, Creo and Nato and Versatile. that I love. I think those are, we're going to talk about those, but I'm sure you have your favorites and Dr. Fox has his.
2: You use real time, right? For your e-source. I do. Uh, I do right. use real-time. We actually don't use their e-source, or we haven't to this point. It's really just been for mostly the you know, internal tracking and financial tracking and mm. managing uh, visits and things like that. So uh, mm. we ha- we've not used their, their e-source uh, at this point. Ah, uh, we, we did use, use Creo's them. a little bit in the past, but, um, yeah, it's really been mostly, the again, sort of the subject tracking and the financials
1: wow okay and i well i do have to say shout out to rick greenfield he's the reason for my background so we're talking about real time and uh he did that for me so that's
0: we were talking about quickbooks because maybe that should be next that's my ultimate tech stack like so far it's creo for source e-reg ctms but i do use quickbooks as well for reasons you mentioned like i have investors my pi um a nurse practitioner those are my business partners. They don't really know what's going on with the business, so I every quarter I send them a PNL. Mm-hmm. I they're not going to really log into Creo and mess around with it to figure out how to how to use. Like there's a learning curve. No matter which of these tech things we talk about, there's a learning curve to using them. Mm-hmm. So QuickBooks, I just export PNL. Boom, few seconds. Here you go. Everyone's happy. And we were talking about um, why. You know, it would would be really cool to have these things integrate into QuickBooks, but QuickBooks is not going to just allow them to do that. They're like Mm -hmm. publicly traded. They're not going to let some startups do that.
1: Unfortunately, pretty big have to get big for QuickBooks. I mean, they do offer integrations. They integrate with all kinds of things, but I'll bet you'd be really expensive for the CTMS platforms to do that. We'd have to have some pretty large amounts of money going into that, which means you're going to have to have a lot of demand and a lot of margin. Hmm. so
0: how do you guys invoice then
2: like for your sites like invoiceable. <sighs> i use yeah. yeah we use real time and that's where yeah. i actually you know again i have used both i i started on real time and then i moved to creo and then i moved back to real time um yeah you, know, you were like
0: what dr fox was saying the
2: flip-flopper right back yeah and yeah, yeah. Yep. and you know I, and that's really not a shot at, at either one i mean i think they're yeah. both good they also both have their weaknesses as well uh i've found for us real time uh, it does help us keep up with our invoicing and the way that it's structured uh, a little bit more it's a little bit more work but it it's a little bit more um organized i think for us so we I we see. actually invoice right out of real time which sends an automated email from real time it tracks you've got a list of all your invoices mm-hmm. whether they've been opened or not by ah. the by the person yep. you've sent them to
1: very uh, like that's, can, that's what quickbooks <laughs> does
2: yeah, yeah. what do you see? what do you see most of the time unopened <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm checking them way too often a refresh 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 yeah, they <laughs> yeah. have they viewed it yet right so so yeah, and- that that's worked well for us rather than exporting out and trying to do something in QuickBooks. I mean, you need QuickBooks to run the business as a whole, but I think, you know, all of your study-related stuff stays in our CTMS, you know.
1: So, Brad, what do you input into QuickBooks from real time? Like, what information can you pull out? Just like some kind of a quarterly entry for revenue or what, I mean, just to prevent you from having to totally re-enter things into a different system, how do you consolidate what you do? And add that to QuickBooks so that you can have an accurate PL.
2: Yeah, uh, not very well, to be perfectly honest. I probably, <laughs> this is where I probably need to start hiring people to manage this stuff for me. But, you know, you can run those reports out of real time and on whatever mm-hmm. basis you like and and reconcile. But really, since it's connected to my bank account, I'm getting real time information from mm-hmm. QuickBooks, what's, what I've been paid and what's in and out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, otherwise, you can pull a report from real time and just enter, you know, your, you can track your expenses and, and payables and then uh, also track you know what you've been paid or what you need to be paid. so mm-hmm. frankly again it's uh, I'm not going to be pretend like I'm a financial expert when it comes to that. I'm a guy <laughs> who's you know like you guys yeah. trying to do wear a lot of hats so it's uh, it's sort of my own I think good enough and uh, I don't have to answer to any investors. Uh, it's just a mm-hmm. single member LLC uh, so <laughs> it's, it's a little bit I guess simpler uh, in those terms.
1: I just found a really cool uh, article from construction workers who build houses talking about how you could utilize QuickBooks to monitor retainage and withholding, mm, which shoot. is really nice for your chart of accounts. So being able to you know, know every dollar, every penny that you're owed versus when you should have been paid, it's really important for a site owner.
0: Maybe into Intuit's watching this and seeing Amazon getting into research and Walgreens and mm-hmm. McDonald's I think it's I'm, it's- I'm joking about McDonald's but maybe they get into it and say hey, yeah. we're going to start doing this what is you mean you mean the Mick consent <laughs> the Mick consent yeah the the minute the minute um, clinics type of model so, um, yeah okay I, so e-source. I
1: think that Creo is owning Esource Creo is becoming known for the Esource group right now that's mm-hmm. they're kind of like I think that's kind of where they put their ducks in a row that's my um, tech
0: stack. And in fairness, like I said, yeah. in fairness to real time, I've never used it. And in another world, they might be sponsoring this episode. But <laughs> people like Brad use it and love it. So, I mean, that's like everyone has a different tech stack. Mm-hmm. But we'll move on to one that I yep. know myself and Brad really like and just started using is Ennato. That's another sponsor. I think they sponsored both, right?
2: Your show your show and, yeah, and not, mine. Not quite yet. No formal no formal announcement. Oh okay. Yet, okay but okay. yeah, okay. but but yeah, that, that is coming. I actually bank. just <laughs> I just got off the phone. Just got off the phone with uh someone from Monado about a, a new study opportunity. So. I think
0: we have that same study. When you texted me, I, I think I have well I'll talk to you later, but okay. I think every site should have this. Like it's free. It's mm-hmm. risk free. You build a profile, so I guess your risk is the time it takes to set up your site profile, but that's it. Then you can start saying yes or no to study opportunities. And yeah, they might be like a little on the difficult side right now, but they're, they're just starting out and
2: why not? Yeah. Some of the sort of early criticism is, you know, people are like, well, I haven't gotten any studies from them or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's still a little bit of a convoluted process and, you know, maybe so uh, it seems like they've already done a lot of streamlining and, they're doing frankly even if you don't get a study through them I feel like they're still doing you a favor as a site because they're being pretty damn precise in making Mm -hmm. sure this is a good fit for you because I can't tell you we still take on studies that I'm like three months later I'm like crap I just wish we hadn't have even taken this study on Mm -hmm. you know I wish we hadn't done this I wish I had known more Uh, I wish somebody had taken that time uh, and level of detail you know so we could have made a better decision and not wasted everybody's time so uh, I think it is improving, and I then to your point, I mean, sites need this sort of BD, you know, solutions to help them because let's face it, I mean, it's the way studies come through, <laughs> it's just a chaotic mess, uh, you know, right. generally.
1: Yep, I I talked with the Anato Group at SCRS. That's kind of so That's one of the first free things that CRP and offer sites is just network opportunities, trial opportunities. I'm really glad that companies are stepping up and offering this for free to sites. It's one of the barriers that we can bring down. I talked with Anato about partnering with them with CRPN so we could try CRPN's partnering with Anato so we can get our sites really good trials, trying to get more exposure to the whole free opportunity dynamic.
0: Yeah. And the, they'll even jump on biz dev calls with you like to prepare yep. you. So they'll do yep. like a pre-site selection visit zoom with you. Um, I had one Durham one and I'm working on a uh, cardiovascular disease one uh, with them that, that might, it's probably the same one. Either. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. That's, the same,
2: that's the same one.
0: My PI likes that one. He thinks like the, um, the premise, we can't get in details, but he thinks it's yeah, like yeah. it's interesting. And so that's, I think Monday I have that call that same call that you had. Um but in not to me it's a no brainer, guys. And mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen? You sign up, you make your site profile, and then you say no to every study. Okay. Well, maybe next year you'll say yes to one that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So to me, no brainer in Nato. And I think the studies will get better um on there and like uh as sponsors get comfortable with going to a provider like that for feasibility. They're going to start opening it up. Just like when you're a site, like the first studies you're going to get are like crappy studies. Like, you know, I remember my first at Yuma trials, terrible studies, but then they get better over time mm-hmm. and then you can start getting pickier as a site. So well, and they have a- to,
1: yeah, they have to know your profile. It's not like they know you immediately. It's, it's all a lot of pro and trust me from someone who tries to get their sites trials, Sometimes the site's like, yeah, I'll take everything. And then you send them everything and they're like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And it's like, okay. So it's like, we have to start learning exactly. <laughs> Sometimes the sites don't even know what they want <laughs> until And our
0: client, we have you know, like 80 something sites that we work for on the, on the side, like um, as a small paid, we're not a tech company, so it's not a tech stack, but let us know if you're interested. DSCS will help you out mm-hmm. um, with everything. We get clients, especially newer ones. They say, "You know what? I want, I want easy studies, Dan. Give me easy studies." <laughs> I tell them, "It's not an there's, oxymoron, there's, right there." There's no such thing. <laughs> like, have you? When's the last time you had an easy
2: study that actually paid decent? Yeah, they're few and far between. But <laughs> I... that's kind of the, that's the game we play. I feel like is like you take, uh, you know, ten grinding dogs of study until you like get that one that's you know quote unquote easy. Easy is a very relative yeah. term. You know We do yeah. have studies that pay decent and are easier to enroll, but they're like blood draw studies. But that means mm-hmm. we have to do insane volume, which means it's a lot yep. of stress on the coordinators to keep yep. data entered in a timely fashion. So there's no easy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and insane amounts of doc and source. And yeah. I, so I, I think what happens is the easy studies don't have to look for sites. There's easy studies out there but they're right. already awarded and they go so fast that they're not even on like an auto's radar. Right. <laughs> I, I talked to one CRO, they kept sending me all of these trials and it's like, can't you just give me a trial that's reasonable? Cause <laughs> unfortunately by the time they get these studies and they have to find sites, these are like rescue studies where the yeah. protocol is insane and there's some kind of a crazy washout period that the patient suffers from. And it's just, it's just really, really hard to find sites or patients to do these trials, which unfortunately that's why they need help finding sites. Yeah,
0: um, and easy's relative. Like Brad was saying, like mm-hmm. what what might be easy for me was impossible for someone else, and vice versa, based on the infrastructure you have mm-hmm. and the connections you have um, in your community. So yeah, uh, innato.com, no brainer to me. Ultimate tech stack. Just grow with them. Get a study here. Even if you get one extra study a year, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. If you heard about it
2: here. So in NATO. Next um, one. Yeah. Oh, so one Brent. one more note. I mean, as you guys know too, I mean that one study that you maybe you get in a year can lead to insane mm-hmm. opportunities yep. right down the road. Yep. You know, oh man. That's that's the that's yep. the sort of like un- opportunity, you know, unforeseen opportunity sometimes that, you know. Yeah, you opened, new to want. You, you, want. you opened up a topic. You opened a new topic, man. So you get a whole Pandora's box just by getting that one study and doing well, you know. So I told my Jaime Valles, who's my NP business partner,
0: he's been running this show with me, this circus at times slash show for two years. We've we've had like ten studies or so. We've only made real money off of two. And that's almost that is not almost that is the eighty twenty principle yeah. right there. Yeah. Yep. Twenty yep. percent of your studies will give you eighty percent of your profits. Yep. But then you got to deal with the other ones just because you're we're in the shit eating business. Like yeah, that's what we got to do, right? Yep. And even if those other studies, let's say they're not that profitable, but if you're helping out one patient, it's worth it to that one patient. Yep. That patient doesn't think about your profits, that patient's like, hey, I'm glad you have this study. And we do have studies where we only have one or two randomized patients.
2: Yep. I that, that's, that's the name of the game. I, I think, you know, you know, the more it's interesting to hear that sort of validated as you talk to more site owners. Because uh, I've always thought, like, maybe I'm doing this wrong, right? <laughs> but maybe I need to be like, all my studies aren't kick ass. A lot of most of them aren't. Most of them are very hard. But uh, you're right. It is it is still I think it's still worth it. It's worth it even to that
0: one patient, man, like it it's just worth it. Um and it's worth it to that sponsor too, even one randomized patient that completes, that's data. Like to them it's worth it to do your startups and all that stuff just from that one completed yep. patient. Um Thomas says, given the resources your site utilizes and seem to appreciate, do you have a preference on resources provided by a CRO that you would utilize? Yes. Okay, I was going to go to another tech stack for sites, but I got one that you, as a site, you cannot pick. They don't work with sites, but you can request. Okay, you can request your sponsor. 1N Health. I don't know if you guys Yep. were lucky enough to be a Steve part of Steve Wimmer.
1: It. Steve Wimmer, man. Man,
0: I am so impressed. I was so skeptical yes, going into it. I was so <laughs> skeptical, and it re- it saved one of our study right now we just randomized someone yesterday because of that yep like huge improved employee morale that patients in like basically due to one end health excellent system like the leads are great i don't know if it's because of yuma brad do you guys do you guys uh have you guys used this
2: He's study. not the but we do i I'm on their uh, like site advisory board so uh, I've had some opportunities to play around and even uh you know potentially utilize it from the site side which I find really compelling uh, that you know I just wish. to your point generally they don't generally we don't get to like pick or you know uh, use whatever we want to use it's just kind of we we get to sit there and get you know referrals <laughs> lobbed over the fence at us and you know mm-hmm. so uh, I, I have experience with their system. But I've not used it as part of the trial yet. Man, like the
0: best I've ever used by far, the central recruitment. It's like night and day. Yep. And I was so skeptical going into it. Me and my coordinator had to do their training call because the sponsors said, hey, we're using 1N Health. I never heard of them. We did the thing. We're like, okay, I told my coordinator, watch. You're not going to get like very many referrals. From day one, we started getting a bunch of leads. The leads mm-hmm. actually answer. First, you can text them at through the platform. Then they say, Okay, call me. Then they actually qualify, guys. <laughs> hey, Steve's here.
1: Hey Steve.
0: They qualify. <laughs> what yep. a concept. Patients qualify. Patients come <laughs> half of them come in, which is huge. It sounds horrible if you're if you're not familiar with our industry, but fifty percent from a ad to show up is like unheard of right. <laughs> we yeah. can't do this when we run ads on our own in the newspaper here so they come in they get randomized another one's gonna get randomized steve you saved one of my studies man so i've been recommending one in health to other studies like that are behind an enrollment let's see if they listen to me or not but um excellent
2: well, text that that is again i think sort of under appreciated is uh I mean, more people are paying attention to what we're saying as sites. And, you know, I think it's sort of the onus on us in a little, at least in some ways to say like, Hey man, this is who we like and this is what works. Uh, so I appreciate Thomas Peterson. I mean, asking the question because mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah. What do you guys like? What happens? Uh, yeah. Works? Yeah. At least people are listening, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, Thomas, you know, I, like
0: that. I got a theory at the end, man. And I want to get Dr. Fox and Brad's take, but um, let's move on to the next one well so as well. we, oh, should, ahead, we should at
1: least give people choices i i know one in health is awesome but uh i would really keep an eye on sieve with Artie.
2: uh brad uh, never heard of well so that's a and, and that's almost a different uh category it's, i think yeah. of, of tech stack uh when you're talking because you're talking about emr Patient id yeah yeah your, yeah your well EMR scrubbers i guess to your point uh without going to i mean they they're kind of agnostic they have different ways but i know emr scrubbing or emr data abstraction whatever you want to call it is certainly a big uh Mm -hmm. part what what sieve does what how do you spell this sieve
1: s-e-i-v-e it's already already in the team
0: Huh. okay i gotta check it out um maybe that'll be a tech stack also um
2: So I I do think, you know, this is a complicated issue in my mind and that we could probably do a whole different thing about it because, you know, we work with different physicians, different practices. They all have different EMRs. Some are big, some are small. Some will give us access. Some will give us restricted access. So getting the ability to, you know, integrate with some sort of AI that will help search, you know, unstructured data is way easier said than done. I I know Mm -hmm. there's companies out there doing it. And I do. It does work. It does help narrow that funnel for us. And and you know, even now, as much as I hate to say it, the best way to find patients is still to look from week to week who's coming into the clinic. Yep. And yep. be there when that patient's there, rather yep. than make a cold call. Yeah. You know, to somebody. Now <laughs> that's the AI right there. That's like
1: hardwire right there. It's awesome. So uh, you, you can at least yeah.
2: you can at least get a little bit of a head start and not have to do so much manual sifting if you can, uh, you know, get a query. And then mm-hmm. see who's coming in, you know, based on a timeline. So I think uh, that's important. But again, I still think it's a little, <laughs> a little easier said than done for a lot of a lot of sites. But you well, know Brad, I don't what? I'm know. glad. Yeah, I'm I don't glad know if you guys you talked brought that to Artie up
1: recently. But we should bring her on to talk about Steve's latest. She's been. She just talked to me last week, I think, and it was they've got some cool things going on for any private site. Cool things that help you manage wow. your database and run run your own database scrubbing within your site so uh really I, I would recommend having a conversation with her if you don't know who she is i don't and uh yeah for sure
0: and thank you for bringing up this aspect um before we moved on because i just as good as i just said one end health is here's the catch okay this patient we randomized the other day they're actually a patient of our clinic <laughs> And we didn't find them ourselves. I had this conversation with my PI and actually several of their leads that look good on paper that we're scheduling are patients of the clinic. And then our PI is like, why are they not hearing about it from us? I said, good freaking question, man. Like you've got 10,000 patients in this EMR. We're only three people and we got blood draws and all kinds of stuff. Monitors asking for queries. I don't know. And I said, I left it at, I know there's AI companies out there that can do this for us, so um, maybe that's next <laughs> for me.
1: Oh, Stephanie's on. There's our Creo rep, Stephanie, hey, Stephanie.
0: We give Creo like huge shout out at the beginning. Yep. Uh, love it. Um, okay, the next one, Versa Trial. Guys. Ah, yes. All right. huge fan. Another sponsor. Mike just left here. You my Mike, the, the the founder, CEO. Or study organization. I was extremely skeptical. I was skeptical for all this stuff, man. I'm I'm jaded as hell, right? <laughs> all this. I'm I don't want any tech. I'm like Chris, Excel and Word. But times evolve. Things get better. You learn. Like, hey, this tools actually help. Versatile. When you get study. When I was the only coordinator, all the portals were in my head. Like, mm-hmm. okay, the IRB's this. The the freaking IRT is this. The so there's like ten. When you have like one or two studies, three studies, you can keep it in your head. When you get like four or five, you put in Evernote. But then Evernote gets like annoying. But then six to 10, six or more, you're like, oh, what the hell? How am I gonna remember all this stuff? Let alone my passwords. Let alone, mm-hmm. password. Versatrial makes it easy for you, mm-hmm. right? And it's team. That's another thing. That's a big aspect of this. Me putting things in Evernote is for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give my CRC my Evernote password because I got my tax returns in there. I got all kinds of crap. I got my alarm from my home in there. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. <laughs> Vers- Versatrial's teamwork. So if we build a study box and we f- we start populating it, my coordinators, the, the rest of the team gets to benefit from that and we collaborate. It's true- truly organized teamwork yep. with a click wow. of a button.
2: It's amazing. I love this company. It it is. It is. And it's something that's one of, you know, I love things like this because it's not complicated. It's just incredibly simple. The concept is incredibly simple. But, you know, for especially teams like us and a lot of others out there, we're pretty modular. Like people are cross-trained on different studies. You may not be working on a study all the time, but you may need to step in to help Well. You know, challenging that is because, you know, well, who's the CRA now? Well, wait wait a minute, which ERT system or which IRT system are we using? So to be able to have that across teams in a, a centralized place is, again, uh, doesn't sound maybe like that big of a deal, but it's a really big <laughs> it's deal.
1: Huge. It's huge. I So May 2022, I was in Austin, Texas for SCRS Oncology. That was one of my first in-person conferences. I was going around, meeting people, doing all of this. And over there, like not even in the, the vendor booth or the vendor area, the booth area, but over like just one of the tables where people eat is this guy with a laptop. And I go up <laughs> to him, I talk to him, and he goes, hey, how's it going? My name's Mike. You want to talk about this? I can show you a demo <laughs> on my computer. Versatrial. He had opened it like two weeks ago. And wow. I got to talk to him at SCRS. And then SCRS uh, Global Summit came in. Wait, so you
0: just saw a random dude with a laptop and go talk to
2: him? Yeah, random dude with a laptop, man. You're social as hell, Dr. Fun. That's insane. That's insanity. Yeah, he didn't even have a card.
1: (laughs) He didn't even have a card. It was like literally a guy with a laptop saying, I quit my job. I just had a baby, and we just bought a new house, and now I started this company. I'm like, oh, shit, man. You're really impressive, so I'd like to talk to you. So. (laughs) So I came back with VersaTrial. Unfortunately, my site was not interested. We had a really crazy IT department that literally blocked Google Meets, much less anything else. So they that didn't work, but I've been watching him. I came in SCRS like six months later, and he's got a freaking booth. And now he's growing, <laughs> and now he's on stage, and he's traveling, and he's like this superstar. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I should have gotten your signature before you were famous. But <laughs> I I agree. He's really creating an image for himself He's selected some good people on his team i don't know if you've seen any of the versatrial memes or marketers that are out there but they do a good job and mm-hmm. in, in the spirit of due diligence just so that everyone so there is another opportunity out there that mike is look there's another person doing something similar and it's stephanie abbott and her group she has a something called Lido. Lido kind of does what VersaTrial does. They're taking a little bit of a di- different direction. The difference is Stephanie Abbott is a PI. So in, now you've got a PI who's developing the software, which a lot of people are liking in the, uh, in the network. So you've got VersaTrial and you've got Lido. So it's a matter of talking to both of the groups and seeing which ones you like best. I
0: like that there's options. I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've become a fan. Like, if I if I like it early, I'm not. I'm the type of guy not to change. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm with Creo and Nato so far. There's no reason to change in the Versatral. It's already on my freaking Chrome and all my CRC's Chrome. Yep. We yep. ain't changing that. I mean, this lady, but we need to get her on, too. like the PI oh. respect, man. If you're a PI doing stuff like this, I got nothing
2: but respect for yeah. you. Yeah, Brad, you, of, you've interviewed I talk, Stephanie, right? I, I have. It's been a while, uh, and maybe it was even before Lido was really quite up and going. And yeah. I've heard of it since. But I mean, to Dan's point, I mean, yeah, I, I love that there are options. I mean, I think what you're you're probably seeing a theme, and that a lot of the people we like are the people who are spending the time to come on site and talk to the sites and get a real intimate, no bullshit opinion Respect, on sites, man. and willing to <laughs> take it now. Obviously, you know she's a PI. She knows she knows what's up. But you know, there's a lot of these other companies are make a lot of presumptions. So uh, I think you're you're probably seeing a trend in the stuff that we talk about. Uh, so if you know you're a vendor, you might want to respect. go talk to sides. I got mm-hmm. respect, especially PI.
0: Brad. Speaking of getting in the trenches, like Mike just came to Yuma. He spent two days with me. Stayed in a crappy ass motel. I felt so bad for him, man. I was scared when I went to pick him up. I'm like, why are you staying here <laughs> of all places, man? Like. My wife and I were like, felt so bad. We we're like, hey, you should have stayed at the house. But respect, <laughs> these guys are out there grinding, yep. grinding. When's the last time a CRO came to your site, not for a study, just to like visit and see nope. how things go?
2: Yeah, that's, they don't, they're not doing that. They can't build <laughs> They that back one. to a sponsor.
1: It's not a billable hour. <laughs>
0: it's not. It's not, but it's not for Versatile either. And you know, Creo's done the same thing. I'm sure Inato rolls like that too.
2: Proof Pilot um, came out. And I saw those. Guys pilot, there's the so team. many
0: like tech companies. I'm actually excited. And this, are there any other tech companies you missed before we get to like my interesting
1: conclusion
0: that? Oh, you we get. Guys we probably we know.
1: Got to <laughs> jump on eReg. I know what the E-Reg okay. answers are, but oh, so, Viva, yeah, Viva. free Viva Viva free
0: Site Vault. Uh, I got the sweater right here. Site Vault. We use Cite Vault too. So we have Creo and Cite Vault. I've been hacking it because Creo is not free. So I've been using Viva pre-study, right? Like before we we're actually awarded, but there's a bunch of documents. But Put you don't necessarily in. build it all the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to get a bill from, from Creo yet, you know? Right. Shout out to Ray. They're on it. But like... You know, you you want to wait till you're awarded and and actually sign the contract, not just say you have a SIV. I know you guys made posts about this, SIV scheduled, no contract signed yet. Oh, sorry guys, we're canceling the study. <laughs> yep. You know? yes, I, I mean,
1: right. huge. It's huge. Uh, my so I have to I have to I love Brie. I love the Viva team, but I'm really digging clinically. I don't know if you've talked to Angel in mm-hmm. the group, but really uh, recommend. Shopping around, frankly, no, not free, but mm. you can see the difference. You definitely get what really? you pay for there. Yeah.
0: Hey, you guys taught me three new things, Lido, Siva, and um, Clinically. Yep.
1: I talk highly, well, Angel, Angel gave me a, a, you can't see it. I have a mug with Clinically on it, but um, <laughs> no. So I, I, Henry, Henry is the founder of Clinically. He's on my CRP and advisory board. Um, wow. I really, really appreciate what Clinically does for our sites, especially the startups. Like, if you if they will literally just talk to someone, and be like, "Okay, you know, we get it. You're a startup. You're waiting on money. Let's work things out." They will do. I'm really impressed. And a lot of my sites are impressed. So if you're, if you want to get into a pay option for regulatory, if you want to try to get a little more bells and whistles or a little more flexibility, definitely recommend talking to clinically.
0: Thanks for that. I mean, anyone that you respect for sure, like automatically goes in that category Mm -hmm. in my head and happy to get, get them on the podcast and learn more. I like, like Brad said that there's options. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Oh, and and E-reg, there's a ton of options. I mean, it's it's a really saturated field. I mean real time's got their own. Uh Creo's got their own. Creo's got their Viva own, yeah. clinically. Florence. Uh Florence,
0: man. So we were I'm gonna have yeah. my first experience with Florence because the sponsor's pushing it on me. And I, I tell like, them, Hey, I want yeah. Creo. They're like, No, no, you have to use Florence. Yeah yep. so we're using Viva for that E reg for that study because we're not gonna we're not going to pay for Creo if they're making yeah. us use something else. So I'm using Viva for like those, those situations as well. And I'm yeah. happy it's free um, for stuff like that too.
1: Wasn't it a push for IQVIA IQVIA and Florence are doing their thing.
0: I don't I think, know. I, I think
1: Florence partnered with IQVIA. That really? Was the oh, well that would make
0: sense. I, no, this is a spot. very small sponsor. No CRO. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> um, Anything else we missed before we get to this? Like, I want to get your guys' take on this. My like, you probably have the same thoughts too. But
1: don't forget your slope IOs. Your slope rust, Felix, yeah. man. Where are you yeah. at,
0: Rust? Oh my, it's been a while since I've talked to you. Yeah, still got Matt's the beard. T-
1: Matt Smith and the and the team over at Slope. I mean, there's so many. Do you tech guys use options. Slope? Nope,
2: not yet. Brad? Yeah, we've been the same. I have uh I'm, I have access. Uh, it's like one of the, it's like everything else. I think the first step is like the hardest, just getting everything uploaded in there. Uh, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I talked to them before. You know, if they if they'll if we get like a nice scan system going, man, I'm I'm there today. Let's do it. Scan mm-hmm. stuff in and out. It's hard to ask your coordinators to punch in and out uh, one yeah. extra thing in a new system, and you know, it's challenging.
0: That's the other thing, man, that
2: we can talk, you
0: know, site owners can talk all this and we all get our hands dirty, all three of us, but like you coordinators need to also want to use this stuff. It's not mm-hmm. just like you think it's cool. <laughs> like yep. you, your coordinator need to be willing to do it. And then, so that's a huge element as well. I think Versatrial does that really well with making life easy for coordinators mm-hmm. and Creo as well. Um, okay. So that Slope. Would...
1: Yep. That would be the challenge is maybe choose all of the topics that could help site on a tech level and then just do, do 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 a due diligence, pick three options for each one, explore them all, pros and cons, just no bias, just boom, boom, boom. I think it'd be really helpful. That maybe i was something we ought to work on for SOS. That would be really cool to have a conversation.
0: So speaking of SOS and site networks and loose alliances of Loose alliances of other loose alliances of site networks, right? <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately, you're getting hundreds of sites. Kind of best of both worlds. They're they're aligned, but they're all independent. Like DSC, we have 85 in our site network. Brad's got, like, entire Oklahoma City, like, the whole <laughs> hospital the system. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, he, he's governor soon, 2028. <laughs> um <laughs> You with CRPN. Yep, that's just, just three got... of us, man. With yep. us three, it's like over 100.
1: Oh, right? yeah. Easily. I just that's... got my first Polish site. I told you Look that. Look at that.
0: Poland. Polish. Yeah. With things. Oh, we forgot one more, man. I haven't played with it, but MedVector for DCT. Yep. Yeah. And I feel yep. like we have to talk about it because DCT, decentralized, you brought up international. I think that's a huge unlock. I brought up loose alliances of sites and there was new guidance yesterday. We're not going to get into
2: all that, but yeah. med vectors got to be a, a consideration for a list. tech stack. Yeah. Yeah. They certainly seem to uh, benefit a, a lot in the new guidance. Uh, it really <laughs> seems to call out exactly the kind of thing they're addressing. So I think if you're a site, you're, you need to start looking uh, at, at that as an option, you know, and if you're not, you're going to be behind.
0: What's mm-hmm. been your experiences, Brad? you you're, You've been using it right here and there.
2: Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, It's like everything else. I think uh, it's great uh, as a tool. You need to build some process around it because uh, as much as like maybe this may not make sense to people outside, but like if you're working with these like local HCPs, like they're basically it's like you're operating another site. Even though you're, you're not, you kind of are. So, mm-hmm. yes, they're not maybe on a 1572. They're not a, a delegated, you know, sub-I necessarily, but you still have to manage yep. a high degree uh, of all those touch points because they're not going to do it, you know, and you don't want – you don't expect them to do it. You That's why we exist. So, you know, we provide that, that help and that infrastructure. So it's a great yep. tool. It does sort of up the – level of effort you need to put in as a site <laughs> but what it's going to do is pay off in spades at the end of the day and you will have built mm-hmm. a ridiculously strong network by dragging these guys into the fold uh so it's long term it's long term i think long uh, term. To, to build that yep.
1: and Brad, spot on i i have sites in the network that are using utilizing med vector the successful sites have a very strong sop around it and i mean like get your processes in order. Medvector can't write that for you because only you know what will work in your community. I mean, everything down from how to engage with your local physician all the way to how to close the site and what to do with equipment. It's as a utility, it's up to the site to write that really strong SOP. You have to.
0: Um, The way I I told Scott, the the founder, I'm looking forward to playing with it. I definitely see opportunities in my community. There's rural, outskirts of Yuma, and then Mexico, which is like 40 minutes away. That's, to me, when you mentioned Poland, yeah. my mind went to international. Yeah. We have to discuss Medvector because they're probably leading the way for making this practical for size. Look, Brad's already doing it. You can't get more mm-hmm. practical than we randomizing patients with it. Yep. So, I mean, yep. it's like it's working. We know it's working. It's just a matter of like, is it here long term? I told Scott, look, man, even if I'm digging my own grave as a site by helping you establish the foundations to potentially replace me, I'm going to as a business owner, I need to figure out where we're going to, you know, how sites are going to evolve. And speaking of digging your own graves, guys, OK, this is the conclusion. Let me know what you guys think. So maybe it's a hot take. I don't know. But look at what we've discussed so far. Okay. eSource. Monitor can do remote. Maybe IP accountability is the only thing. Like, okay, we got to figure out. That's another opportunity for somebody. Figure out how monitors can do IP accountability remotely. (laughs) Yes. It's next, maybe. Okay. eSource. reg What does that mean so far? Remote monitoring. Versatile site organization. Okay. Site CRA communications and you 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 can make sure your sites are organized remotely. You don't need to go on site and say, like in 05, 06, my, my monitor came in and said, hey, do you know where your portals are? Like she had to come in and ask me. You can do that remotely. And not biz dev. Feasibility. Remote. We got it set up. Wait till we do like VR tours. We got that set up. Okay, what else did we discuss? Uh medvector seeing seeing patients from afar. Um, loose alliances of site networks. Okay. Yep. I see where you're going. You see mm-hmm. where I'm going? I think so. Everything is inching into CRO traditional CRO space. Yep. Little by little, little by little. You don't notice it. It's like it's like raising the temperature and like what's mm-hmm. that analogy for frogs? A frog in a pot. Yeah, yeah. Everyone Rudy knows
1: dying. Yep.
0: <laughs> little by little. I already know site networks that have their own monitors for their own QA stuff to prepare yep. for audits, prepare and they have independent monitor go out. That's in a site network. So you got feasibility, you got site relationships, you've got quality assurance. What else we're missing? Whatever we're missing, it's covered. Finance.
1: <laughs> Don't forget your finance.
0: Okay. Maybe we can pay sites on time with tech somehow <laughs> eventually. Be nice. <laughs> so do you think there's a day where CROs when I said sites are digging their own graves, maybe CROs need to figure out how they can be a part of this or evolve or I mean they're not yeah, going I mean, away tomorrow, but twenty no, thirty but... three.
2: I think, and I've said this for a little while now, I mean, I think the biggest threat is on the CROs, to your mm. to your point, not the sites necessarily. I think the sites can evolve, and we are evolving, you know, uh, to meet a lot of those needs. Uh, and I think the CROs are the ones that should be maybe more nervous. Now, it sounds funny to say when I'm, a, you know, a little ass site network, and these are billion-dollar companies. But uh, mm. I also think, though, that that's why you see uh, two different things happening. You see all this talk about, you know, progress, but then, I mean, let's be really honest. We all work studies. It's all the same. DCROs yep. want to come on site. They want to be here. They are continuing to do things in ridiculously, you know, inefficient ways because they benefit from that. So I think in, if they still hold the cards, it's unlikely to change significantly unless they find a way to, you know, monetize it to their advantage.
1: Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe that's what you're looking at is you're looking at the sites starting to do CRO type activity because what the CROs are doing is so inefficient that sites have to kind of do it to be better. Mm. So maybe we are actually strengthening. We're not necessarily digging our own graves, but we're digging someone else's. <laughs>
0: Damn, you're aggressive as hell, Dr. Fox. I like that.
1: <laughs>
0: Good fella style. And May all, the force be with yeah. you.
1: May the 4th be with you. So, May the 4th be with
0: you. Sometimes Jedis can become Siths. And uh, <laughs> yep. I hope that these tech companies remain pure that we just mentioned and don't become an acquisition of mm-hmm. someone we don't like. But
1: in all sincerity, <laughs> I really do think the future is going to be that integration into healthcare, which means we're going to be, go right back to our roots. Those community sites are going to have the, the physician relationships. We're going to get patients on the trials. It's going to be at the site center, the site level. And I I really do think you're gonna see an integration into healthcare. And I think Med is part of that.
0: Medvector's part of it. Creo, Stephanie, forget the yep. big one. Forget the yep. big one in that whole thing at the end. Creo <laughs> and I'm sure others like them are pushing, guys. They are pushing for EDC to be removed. Mm-hmm. like that also is like what connects all it's this huge, theory it's huge. Together. that's a big part yeah. of this
2: and right? I, I don't no, and it's perfect yeah. there's no need there's no need to do it twice what are we doing yeah why are yep. we why yep. are we doing this it's completely insane and that's why it, it's hard for me to think of a good reason <laughs> aside from they thrive off of inefficiency there's no good or other good reason to do it and I mean, in all
1: sincerity, and I think I did something in the post about networking and how I really appreciate all the opportunities, but I don't care what logo is on the shirt that you're wearing. If you're in here, you're here for the sites and for the patients, then you're in here for the right reasons. That's all there is to it. This industry is huge. There's plenty of room for everyone to thrive.
0: Anything else, Brad? Dr. Fox? May the fourth be with you.
1: May the May the fourth
2: be with you. <laughs>
0: Like, subscribe, comment, share, guys. Bye-bye.